As we dive deeper into understanding the game, I want to bring in some of the roles that we play and the dreaded drama triangle, which is written by Stephen B. Cartman, MD, is a social model of interaction that operates inside the matrix. And it helps to explain the conflict-ridden realities humanity create and the roles that we play that are helping to perpetuate the cycles of drama. So if you envision a triangle with the point facing downwards, at the bottom point is the victim. And then there's a persecutor and a rescuer on the top two points. And in this triangle, it is fairly unsteady and unsustainable because the point is actually facing downwards. As we play this triangle, we can switch roles. And not all roles are played by a person. So let's go deeper. The victim feels like life is happening to them and that they're powerless to their realities. And the victims will stay stuck where they are due to the lack of responsibility and understanding for how their realities are being created. They have a really vested interest in wanting to justify their problems as being unsolvable in order to gain attention and support so that they don't have to take personal accountability. And victims may use things like manipulation to gain control and get to peep other people to do things for them. The overall arching thought track of a victim is poor me. And then we have the persecutor and the persecutor isn't necessarily a person, but it can be, it can come in the form of problems. So sometimes that can be a negative belief system, like a thought that we hold against ourselves. It could also be a situation that we are within that is causing us a lot of external stress that is causing us to become our own persecutors. The persecutor puts pressure on the victim by being critical and blaming and controlling and acting superior. And persecutors create chaos with outward projections of their internal fears. And a lot of it is it's all your fault is the dominant belief system there. And then we have the rescuer. And the rescuer could be a person. And some of us have rescuer tendencies that can get in the way, but it also can come in the form of addictions, distractions, systems, When it's in the form of a person, it's people who foster dependency, but also addictions foster dependencies, so do your distractions. And this helps to keep the victim from taking the responsibility that they need to take their power back. Rescuers look to fix things. And rescuers are often avoidant of their own problems. They instead seek love, attention, and validation by trying to resolve the problems of others. 
They place themselves in a position of control over the lives of others in order to escape the lack of control that they feel in their own lives. And they often become people pleasers who seek to keep the peace because of their own discomfort with conflict. And rescuers can turn into persecutors in the minds of victims when their energy is not in direct alignment with the victim who they're seeking to rescue. The rescuer turns into victim when they become resentful or feeling that their needs are being ignored or that they're being taken for granted. The dominant belief system is after all I've done for you, this is what I get. Um, it is the flip from the uh, resentful rescuer to the victim consciousness in that moment. And in doing so, this helps to keep the dreaded drama triangle cycling throughout. And this cycle drives the energies and the realities into lower states of drama. Sometimes in order to try and get out of the dreaded drama triangle, people will just separate and go their own ways. And this doesn't necessarily fully resolve this although it can put a pause on it. So once I learned the dreaded drama triangle, I realized that there had to be something that was more empowering or different than this. And I found the empowerment dynamic, which is written by David Emerald. And it is the social model of interaction that I believe operates within the new earth from all the visions I've seen. And in it, the victim becomes the creator and the creators believe they have the ability to shape their own realities and to influence the shared and collective realities. And then inside the empowerment dynamic, we have the challenger, which has now replaced the persecutor and the challengers work to consciously build up others they encourage learning and growth and responsibility and challengers can see the possibilities and support a vision, even when others might not be able to see this vision. They are conscious and they are constructive in the way that they go about pursuing actions and changes into realities. Challenges are willing to shake things up if they believe it's in the best interest of all. This is a really powerful mode of operation that helps to bring about inspiration and alternatives that others may have been blind to. Courage is one of the key assets of a challenger. As truth-telling, questioning, and pushing boundaries are all big parts of the responsibility of a challenger. The coach is the replacement to the rescuer and the coach sees the creator in everyone and is willing to support and assist others to achieve their highest potential. 
They utilize thought-provoking questions and inquiry and are really good at active listening, which helps to identify a person's response ability. They do not see people as victims and instead they see creators who with some adjustments to their belief systems and behaviors can bring about really positive transformation. Their role is to help people make informed choices in solving their problems. Coaches accept responsibility for what is unfolding and their response to it. They have an awareness around how to shift and align themselves, and they can share this with others to help guide them and align them on their journey. They are often the masters in a specific field, which helps them to be qualified to give advice in supporting others to discover what is best for them. So one of the key differences between a rescuer and a coach is that a coach remains unattachment, completely unattached to the outcome of others. Creators are really where the transformation occurs, though, because they are the ones that are seeing and creating what is possible. They are outcome focused They become passionate and driven and are aligned with a vision. And then people who act as creators move with ideas from idea into inspired action. They are empowered and they believe in their ability to shape their lives and to influence the world. They are action-oriented and know that by taking small steps in the right direction on a regular basis that they can unfold infinite potentials. Creators gain even greater alignment, knowledge, momentum, movement, and inspiration when they are supported by the challengers and the coaches. Particularly if the goals of all three are aligned. This shift between victim consciousness and creator consciousness is one of the massive differences between the matrix and the new earth. And shifting from who we are when we move into that persecutor role to who we can become as the challenger is going to be really, really important, as well as watching how we become the rescuer to people and instead becoming their coach. Along this journey, I hope to challenge you and coach you, but most of all, I hope to inspire myself and all that it is possible to create the new earth.